everybody, Don Kendrick here with some good news. The good news is that you're only going to hear good news here. I am a repurposed news reporter and I am finally doing the stories that have been burning in my heart for so long. They're stories that uplift, encourage, and inspire. And they are real and they're raw and they're vulnerable. They're the good stuff stories. And we see it over and over again that through it all, through the middle of our biggest challenges, together we can, together we will. Let's go see the good and be the good. On your market set, let's go. Welcome to the best part of waking up is waking up. Good morning, everyone. This is where we celebrate gratitude. And like we say, the best part of waking up is waking up so that we have a day to see the good and to be the good for others. So if you're following us and listening right now, we would love it if you would click subscribe. And if you're watching on um, YouTube, that's our video channel. But you could also listen if you're listening in podcast mode, you can go to thegoodstufffamily.com and that's where you'll find links for the video so that you'll be able to see uh, the things that we're, you know, that we're showing in the video stream. So, um, with us again this week, Rich Smith. Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. Good morning, Don. Good morning, good stuff family. How are we doing today? Did you, uh, do you have a good week? Yeah, it was great. It was a nice, quiet week. Um, Fourth of July was fun. Got to see some fireworks with the fam, hang out by a pool for a little bit. How was yours? Uh, it was sort of non-event. It was, I got a lot done. It was a work, good. you know, a work weekend, but in St. Louis here, this neighborhood loves their fireworks <laughs> for four days, for four days. And it's like in the backyard, a, a street over or something loud, really loud. But nonetheless, that's, I kept thinking, am I, have I turned into that person who's like, quiet down out there, you know, the, get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we should probably also mention our guest, um, host today, Ollie Gator. He's our my niece and nephew's bearded dragon who I'm I'm bearded dragon sitting for. There he is. Look, I see, looks like he wants to get out. Doesn't he? <laughs> he's standing up like he's ready to make a run for it. And I'm like, look, you get crickets, strawberries, kale, blueberries. You, if you had to be out there with the wild, if you're trying to answer the call of the wild it would not this is a bed and breakfast buddy <laughs> you got it made so yeah he's here today um with us but we i wanted to talk about for the first part of this um coach sam Rodigliano, beloved legendary browns coach and he just had his 72nd birthday since we came to you last time oh and um I feel like I feel like I look at that picture. This is more current, but the way most Clevelanders would would recommend or would um, probably recognize him is how when he was coach of the Cardiac Kids. There he is. Look at that. Speaking of nobody's getting any younger, look how young, 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 young. But he is the reason I want to talk about him today. Not not only to celebrate that day on which he was born and the world became a much better place, but to also um, share with y'all, if you don't know, the reason I love him 
is way reasons way beyond anything that um, has to do with football for sure. Um, I'm checking really quick. Hold on. If you hear me stalling here, I want to see. Yeah. It's his 92nd birthday today. Not today. Excuse me. It was uh, Saturday. So it was within this week. So it's a little belated, but nonetheless, um, I thought about him today because what we're going to talk about is how God works all things together for good. At the end of this, we're going to wrap it up with a Bob, Bob Goff podcast in which he pretty much talks about the same thing. And I'm like, this is perfect. So I met him actually from our friend Bobby D. Geronimo. The D. Geronimos are good friends with him. And he would sit at those games and he was so intent he still sits with his notepad and takes notes you know like he is a coach like he's coaching like he could go down on the field any minute in some games you wish he would you know when you're watching um but so the what I've come to love about him is his supreme humility he's so humble and he's so kind and he is so unapologetically rooted in faith as is his family and when we spent some time with him at those Browns game, this is a story within the story that I love to tell rich. You want to show him holding his wallet here. This is he and his lovely wife, Barbara have been, there you go. The love of his life. And he told the story that when he met her, she was, uh, he, he had, he was in the hospital for something and she was a nurse, I do believe. And he needed a safety pin. He had a, a hole or something in, in his pants or something that he needed a safety pin. And she said, oh, here I have one. All these years later, look what he keeps in his wallet. Is that the greatest? Just to remind him of the blessing uh, that he has in her and that she knows she has in him. And I think it was two years ago. It was August of 2021 that that picture was taken when you saw the three of us. And that's uh, because they also, the family runs this great foundation called Coach Sam Scholars. And so they introduced us to some of these kids. See there. So their whole their whole mission there is to make sure that everyone has equal footing in learning. Um, let's see here. It says, oh, their mission is to provide intensive literacy intervention integrated with health and fitness and personal development through after-school programming at at-risk communities in Cleveland. So that's like the official verbiage. But when you see these kids that they honor that uh, at that event, then you see, you see it's a real deal. Tan Look how happy they are. And they love him. They love him so much. I think there's a picture in there uh, where he's standing with one of the kids they honored at the event. They're kind of, he's like tall behind him. He's got his hands on his, on the kid's shoulders. So cute. Isn't that cute? And I remember this kid was like, what is he? Maybe 10 going on 30, you know, like so smart and so grateful. And they're going to remember that and they're going to pay it forward. That when we say see the good and be the good, that's the thing. They're going to take a cue from this example of, of um, Coach Sam. Hey, Gina, good morning. And Danielle, good morning. I see you all weighing in on the comments. Um, but at that event, that was a Legends event that they do every year. And so they honored Ozzie Newsom. actually. There's a picture there, I think. Yeah, look. <laughs> Isn't he great? 
I love him. I love him. And to to understand, like what? Obviously, I I didn't live in Cleveland at the time. Rich, you were barely born, whippersnapper. <laughs> um, but yeah. So the the background for him, for people who don't know, or who people who want to kind of revel in in the um the history. Um, he was actually let's see. He's the famed coach of the Cardiac Kids. He led the Cleveland Browns to the AFC Central Division Championship in 1980. His coaching career spans over seven decades. His work supporting young scholars in the Cleveland community is perhaps his most important work. During his tenure as the head coach of the Cleveland Browns, Coach Rotigliano and Dr. Gregory Collins founded an anonymous support group known as the Inner Circle to help players with substance abuse problems in the 70s. In 2010, he teamed up again with Dr. Collins to create that nonprofit, the Inner Circle Foundation, renamed Coach Sam Scholars in 2020. So talk about leaving a legacy. Not only is he a living legend, but he's he's making sure that beyond, you know, we've said this before about people who really um, – see the good and be the good in others that beyond our last breath that remains super cool huh rich yeah it's it's great especially when you see people of that status giving back to the community that they live in and beyond in, in most cases it's it's really it's great it's refreshing to see that people are all about other people yes and he talks any every chance he gets he talks about his faith and i'm going to I'm going to pull up this uh, video here, Rich, really quick. I'm going to do this because when um, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Robert Kylo had this great idea when he was the director a couple years back um, to do an event called Red Right 88 to Romans 828. So all that, that good stuff we were reading, the, the Red Right 88, the infamous Red Right 88 play, when I first moved to Cleveland, it's one of the very first things I heard. People, they can't let it go. It was this um, chance where they could have won, and they did. It, it came down to the final seconds and a fumble uh, kick. And so Robert Kylo said, let's do an event called Red Right 88 to Romans 828. He works all things together for good for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. So I put some clips in here to, for um, on the because it was the 40 year anniversary of that Red Right 88. That's why we did it a couple of years back. So I want to show you uh, and let you hear for yourself how rooted in faith um, Coach Sam Ritigliano is. We'll we'll take that. Um, let's see. Let's take this off. Okay, I'm going to roll this video. Here we go. The Fellowship of Christian Athletes is simply a partner. The good stuff, Don Kendrick, partner. GV Art and Design, partner. Cleveland, Ohio is a great city when we come together. At the end of this whole thing, this is a redemption story. God has a plan for our lives. Did I ever dream? that I'd play in the NFL? No. What connects Brian, Don, and me 40 years later is that God is at the center of our lives.
God is at the center of our lives, says this beloved coach who people clamor to get his autograph. And yeah, Brian Sype came in, same thing. Don Cockroft, they said, you know what? Our lives are not defined by that red right 88 because it's been since then that they have um, really grown as Christians. And that was their testimony to, it was during COVID, so it was a limited audience at First Energy Stadium, but uh, I'm going to roll this one too as well. There are a couple sound bites in, um, in, from Coach Sam that will give you a good idea of why we love him so much. You talk about Brian Sipe, you talk about Coach Fertigliano. Mm -hmm. One of the most beautiful things I've ever seen in sport is after Brian throws the interception, yeah. imagine failing on public national television. Hmm going from the MVP of the league to, oh, the painful, gut-wrenching moment. Yeah. And as he's coming off the field. 80,000-plus people in the stands, the team crushed. It's an epic moment. And the first thing I said was, I love you. That's the kind of love that transcends mm -hmm. sports. You know, when you think about the, the essence of Romans 828, mm -hmm. you know, God causing all things to work for our good. That's right. You know, I, I think that that moment right there is very indicative of that scripture or very yeah. telling. How many times have we made a mistake or made an error? But, you know, God has caused those things through his love, right? That's right. You know, to turn our lives and cause things to work for our mm -hmm. good. And the very best good stuff comes out of things like failed passes, things that break yeah, us and we think are the end. And, and our beloved coach, Sam Ortigliano, used that as an opportunity with Brian Seid to, to kind of mentor to him yeah. and say, this is not your defining moment. Right. We're not defined by the things that make us feel broken. Amen? That's right? right. That's right. We are defined by the by the one true king. And, and we know because in the gospel it says he works all things together for good for those who love him. So again, if you're listening in podcast mode, you can go to the goodstufffamily.com and you'll be able to see the videos. That's Robert Kylo, who was the then president of the Cleveland Area Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And he's speaking with Nobles Darby the Fourth, who is now president and or director. Director, I think is what they call it. But these two have done huge things <laughs> for Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Rich, in this area. It's ridiculous how much they have grown it tangibly with these huddles. And um, did you have that when you were teaching? Did you guys have Fellowship of Christian Athletes? Uh, not Athlete while I was Athlete? teaching, but we did have them at our parish. We had Sam at our parish once. Uh, he came to speak, mm. do, do a speaking engagement. And it was it was so impressive. Some of the stories that he shared and and how it's all interlinked and interwoven into our faith. It is. And he... he isn't afraid to talk about it at all. He's a, at such all. a great witness. I'm going to roll one more. Here we go. Billy Graham said that a coach in one year can have more impact over our children than most of us can in a lifetime. So I just think it's phenomenal that Brian Sight, you know, having been discipled by Coach Sam, who we know is a legendary Cleveland Browns coach, but even more than that, you know, a legendary man of the kingdom. God is the architect of my life. He has taken me places I never anticipated. Again, he keeps bringing it back to God. Yeah. I love that concept of the architect of my life. Yes. And he he knows, uh, we have one more last sound from him that where he knows it to be true, that in the darkest times of our lives, if you run to him, what what can can come from it? And you hear those sound bites, Don Cockroft in there too. We We featured him in the Joy Through the Journey series. 
And same with him. Like he didn't, his testimony is that he didn't even expect to ever even be good enough to make a team. And, and he just kept trying and lo and behold, he becomes a legendary kicker for the Browns. So that's the other voice that you're hearing in there. So I'm going to roll this one, uh, this last one right now. I cannot possibly understand what God gives to you when you give your life to him. Losing my daughter and giving my life to Christ gave me the peace that passes all understanding to deal with every adversity I would face. There it is. So powerful. Lost his daughter. And he says because of his faith, that's what has given him the peace that surpasses all understanding. Sound familiar? Philippians Absolutely. 4, 4-6. It's it's a tr it's true. It's real, bigger than anything we could understand. And when you feel it, I remember after my dad passed away, feeling it, you know, in in all the grief and all that. But then having that peace, and it's true. And have that coach who has so much respect from so many people that he can be a um, spokesperson for his faith as well as a legendary coach. That's purpose. It's a purpose-driven life, and we love him. So happy birthday, belated, anyway, and big love to Barbara, too. They, they raise the bar in examples, uh, in an example of what it means to say forever, um, for, for better or for worse, till death do us part. They, they love each other, <laughs> you know? Yeah. They pledged it, and they're so, you, you, when you're even in their presence, you feel it. Like, you want to be that that's that's the kind of people we want to be. We're that kind of energy, and in the family as well. Carrie, who does so much, she's a teacher and does so much for that foundation and the planning. And we want to. I want to mention before we move on to the Bob Goff podcast that really spoke to me. Um, Carrie's brother Paul, Sam's son, um, had a stem cell transplant yesterday. Oh. So, whew, just dear God, like just almighty physician, we, you know, we hold him up in prayer today and, and for the mm -hmm. peace that surpasses all understanding. Coach Sam's own words uh, for his, for the family and for him, uh, you're in our thoughts, in our thoughts and in our prayers today. So uh, anyone listening could hold him up as well. And um, let's see. Okay. So I'm going to move on. Then to this, if you listen at all, then you know I call Bob Goff my friend and mentor who doesn't know it yet. <laughs> we got to make that happen <laughs> for you. What, do you think that's kind of creepy, Rich, if you're being honest? Is there like a fine line between? <laughs> well, no, I, I think you draw inspiration from him. So I don't think it's all that creepy, but I think we should probably introduce you guys at some point. I would love it. I would love Mindy. Yeah. I see Mindy just tagged him on. On this, so at any rate, I listened to this his Dream Big podcast, and some some are all are inspirational, but some more than others. So this this one that uh, you could find at the Dream, you just go on Dream Big podcast, Bob Goff, search for it, and this particular one he did with his good friend Pastor Scott Sauls, who is an author himself, six books I think, and they talked specifically about let's see the, uh, his book called beautiful people don't just happen do you love that title rich oh it's great 
And you first, beautiful. my first thought was, no, beautiful people don't just happen. Like in broadcast news or in the public eye, you have to get hair highlights and, you know, and <laughs> I'll pass hair thing, but... right. Oh, sorry. Sorry to bring up a sore spot there. Um, <laughs> Rich, nothing better than a confident bald man, I think. That's right. Um, but you think beautiful people don't just happen. No, it's a lot of work. No, that's not what it's about at all. It's about how the subtitle, God redeems regret, hurt, and fear. Those three words, regret, hurt, and fear. And Pastor Scott Sauls said in this podcast that it, it was born out of the pandemic. And he was realizing when we when we're isolated like that, how what so many what can trigger old things that have happened that cause us to be regretful or hurt, feeling hurt or fearful. And he said, remember why we set out to do something big. Bob Goff said, most of us get distracted from important lasting stuff. And a lot of it has to do with when we get distracted in regret, hurt and fear. Does that resonate with you at all? Yeah. And I, I think you've said this so many times as well. Um, just getting in our own way, I think sometimes, mm -hmm. uh, and standing in, in the midst of, of everything that we fear or are afraid of just, just stops the plan, um, whatever it is. And so I think God waits for us, God waits for us to get out of our own way sometimes. It's so true. It's a, and sometimes he moves us. I feel yeah, like right out that's of true our too. own way. I really do. And he, Bob always talks about old Bob. He was an attorney and it just wasn't, wasn't working for him. And he decided to start writing. And now he's got such an impact worldwide with all of the, um, the charities and the schools that he's built and founded. And um, he turned out to be much more of a, um, what would I say? You know, for God to use him as he is now than in the capacity probably as an attorney is his point. So look for those things, look for those opportunities where, you know, for me, it was that, that aching. Remember what I've said before, where my head said, keep your nose to the grindstone, but my heart said, nope, nope, nope in broadcast news. And then when my contract wasn't renewed because that new news director had a job to do and that, station was a blessing but what happened was I was moved right out of my own way it felt like and it's painful it's so painful <laughs> you know when you you think that you have the plan and then you're like really God really yeah. so when he talked about three do, do you can you relate to that too Rich I know oh, you can yes yeah, 100% I mean I I was doing something that I love um, and it was it, but it was slowly it was slowly pulling me in a different direction that I wasn't happy with. It, it, having these 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 feelings of, of, of just dread and regret and and it had nothing to do with the kids. I was a teacher and loved, loved, loved being in the classroom with the, every minute with those kids. It was always about the kids. Um, but there were just parts of that job that were just weighing me down and, and pulling me in, in, in the wrong direction for me. And I had set out a plan for my life probably about 10 almost 12 years ago that I wanted to get into higher ed. Um, and I just remember coming home one day, just feeling so pulled down. And I finally had to say, you know, I don't know what your plan is for me, God, but just, just 
I'm ready. Whatever it is, I need you to let me know what it is that I'm ready for. Um, I surrender. And it was that day that I got the phone call um, that I was going to be moving into higher ed. And it was 12 years in the making, but it, it, but it happened. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But it, it, all I'm thinking about is all those high school kids whose lives you touched in the meantime. I mean, that was probably exactly where you were supposed to be. Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I never look back on any, any minute. Um, of time with them. They they were amazing kids. I, I love them. Yeah, so I guess if you're listening to this, the, the message is there is um, hope, which they talk about in this podcast too. There is hope in surrender a lot of times, as hard as it is um, to be able to just, like you said, to put your hands up and say, all right, what are you going to, you know, have your way. Have your way. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, the three pain points Regret, hurt, and fear. What is it? What? Which one of those words speak most to you today? If you're listening, that's that's what we want to spend a little time. Like Bob Goff would say, own those feelings, but don't camp out there. <laughs> yeah, oh, don't I love camp that. Out there, right? I love that. You know, know, he's great. So, um, let's see. It's yeah. It's ask what is it connected to? Like old wounds, frightening experiences, and then you can kind of start to wrap your inner voice around um instead of using your inner voice as a setback they said use it to to talk to yourself about renewal renewal and even when you can't control your circumstances but you can influence them i thought that was profound you can influence them and here's my favorite analogy um this was from pastor Sauls. he said if you think about banana bread, what's the key ingredient in banana bread, Rich? Bread. No. <laughs> <laughs> Try bananas, again. Bananas. <laughs> banana. Not, but what kind of banana? A rotten banana. He A rotten. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's well ripened. Yeah. Yeah, and the the more the riper the better, right? The key yeah. ingredient, which is not good really for anything else, but it's the magic ingredient when you make the banana bread and he related that to god redeems he redeems regret hurt fear he can redeem that and do you do, are you old enough probably not <laughs> to remember the um the coke the glass coke bottles yes it had the raised um redeemable imprint on them yeah yeah we used to yeah. take them back and uh do the recycle credit and, and right. buy more coke. five cents redeemed and that's the word that um, that's the story that uh, the analogy that Bob Goff used that it said redeemed. You knew it was worth something like five cents or whatever, but it was worth something. And he said, God is constantly doing renovation because he sees the potential of what we can become. Agreed? Oh, 100%. I've always talked about that too with my students about potential. I was just going to say, did you yeah. see that in your own students? I All bet you the did. Time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and there were so many that. It came with their own, with their own uh, barriers that they would have to overcome, and couldn't see that. And so, I think part of our job, most of our job as a teacher, is to inspire that confidence or or show them the potential that they didn't realize they had. And I think that's part of the mission or ministry of teaching, really. Right. And what, wouldn't it be awesome if we could get ahead of our head and say, "All right, I can see the potential in this. I can see the purpose in mm -hmm. this." I do. I think about that some days like, okay, okay, this is stressful, but I'm going to imagine exactly what it's 
being repurposed for, you know, how it's being rehab, how our lives are being rehabbed is the word they used as well. Like they were pointing out broken bones are actually stronger after they're healed from a break. Mm. And so for having been broken. Yeah. Oh yeah. Scar the scars, you know, the scar tissue ends up being thicker. Thicker you know. skin, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Okay, restorative is also a word I had written down here from this podcast. How, and he said, how do we help others then turn hard times into hope? It's not that hard, really. It's not that hard to be the good for someone else. I hate to keep using our little slogans over and over, but seriously, to be the good for someone and uh, having because you see the good in them. And, and they kept speaking that language in this podcast. I was on a hike. And I listened to it twice. And then I came home and took notes a third time because some, I don't even know why I happened. I don't, I'm not able to listen to all of them. I don't know why I happened on that one, but I needed it. I needed it. So if you're listening to this, do you need it? Do you need it? It's the Dream Big podcast and it's with Pastor Scott Sauls. Um, I've got some more notes on it here, but anything else you're thinking, Rich? No, I, I was just thinking back to when you're on your hike, and that's always what happens to me. I'll be driving the car or taking the shower or whatever the case may be, and that's when I get the inspiration. I'm like, I should probably write this down, but mm -hmm. it's either safe or not the right time, and you're like, oh, and then you go back, you listen to it again. Um, right. But I, I love those circumstances where you, you're, not, you're not sure. Like you, like you said, you can't catch every episode, but those ones that you catch just capture the heart. Right, and if, if this is inspiring you and you're listening to this we, we would ask if you would take the minute just the second that it takes to hit subscribe we'd be so grateful and to share um, maybe invite your friends Mindy Lee's big on making sure she takes people's phone here let me help you to it's super easy to invite your friends um, to from the good stuff family page I put oh, Mindy's, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, there you go. She's, that was about you meeting uh, Bob Goff. She's like, dream big. And I agree, Mindy. Yeah, and that's his podcast called the Dream Big Podcast. Yeah, and that's what we're doing. We're dreaming big for this this family. We're saying we're growing the Good Stuff Family Tree 2023 because that's the way we can tell these stories the way they deserve to be told. On Mondays at noon is when we um, drop the we're in the middle of the God at Work series right now. And then Fridays are when we kind of chatted out here heading into the weekend. Uh, so I'm looking at the time. I'm going to start to wrap this up. Um, I have stars by this from again from the Bob Goff interview with Pastor Scott Sauls. The things we call disappointment actually might be contributing to our flourishing long term health and thriving. It's so hard to see it that way in the moment, but. I, I'm sitting here right now looking back going, mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. true. It's true. It's really true. And so I pose this question for the listeners then here now too, that um, Bob said, it's like Pandora's box, like in Greek mythology, all the crazy and evil he said comes out and what's left in that box is hope, but you have to receive it. So this is what I'm asking you. If you're listening right now, how are you receiving the hope that's there for the taking. I'm asking myself that actually as well right now. Yeah. Anything else you want to add, Rich? 
You know, I think um, you, you came across a great uh, quote. I think it's a, a perfect way to end this is that if God has assigned our daily tasks, he'll produce an eternal harvest. And don't give up. Don't worry if it works seems small. Uh, the cost lo- large or the results meager. Just be faithful to the will of God. Nothing more, nothing less. Amen. That's a perfect, a perfect note to go out on when we say, um, try to see the good in others and be the good for them. That's what we do. So on your mark, get set. Let's go. has been a grassroots good stuff family production big love and gratitude to our friend carlos jones who is the talented voice and creator behind this music that sets the tone for these good stuff stories huge gratitude and love as well for our social media director she is danielle folk and is consistently going above and beyond follow her at farmhouse storyteller and to the producer my travi the glue that holds together the moving parts of this God-inspired endeavor. TheGoodStuffFamily.com is where you'll find links for all the things we're doing, including how to be a sponsor of a story. So grateful for our faithful sponsors who have already made so much of what we do possible. And of course, big love and gratitude for you, the listeners, helping to grow this Good Stuff Family Tree 2023. Welcome to the family.